I'm Lights Camera Jackson. It's the LCJ Q&A podcast. Boys fans, get ready. The Boys presents Diabolical. New animated series premieres this Friday, March 4th on Prime Video. Joining me, executive producer Simon Rachopa. Simon, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here and talk about the show with you. Oh, yeah. My uncle is a huge fan of The Boys. I can't wait for him to watch these episodes and so many fans out there. Eight episodes, all distinct storylines that really celebrate the art of hand-drawn animation. How did you see that power of hand-drawn animation firsthand as you were making these episodes? Oh, my God. Well, you know, we brought on uh, eight incredible directors, so a different director for every episode, uh, and obviously an incredible supervising director, Giancarlo Volpe. Uh, who came from the world that he worked on Avatar, he worked on Dragon Prince. Uh, and just so many of these artists, especially, you know, like some of the artists who worked on our like Looney Tunes style episode, come from that world of just loving, fine, hand-drawn art. Uh, you should see some of the design work. I mean, we could publish a book with all the design work that went into this series. Maybe we will. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's a treat seeing other amazing artists interpret your work, my work and both the work of the boys, into this new medium and just, you know, take it and make it alive. Uh, that was one of the best treats of the show was seeing that come to life. It's so cool watching these episodes, seeing the different styles, celebrating hand-drawn. And you mentioned the Looney Tunes episode, so I have to mention L Laser Baby's Day Out. It's so fun. Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg are the writers of it. I love the comedy and the humor of it and the spirit and the innocence, but also there's legitimate action and legitimate crazy things that go down. Why do you love that episode so much? Oh my God, I love that episode for about a hundred different reasons. One is, I mean, obviously Seth and Evan's script right from the get-go was written without a single word. Of, it has one word of dialogue, one word of dialogue, right at the end. Uh, but other than that, it's a silent movie, essentially. It, I mean, it's got sound effects, but to, it's so it's that's a challenge. You want to show the whole episode just visually, have all the ideas played out, but still have emotion, still have character, have the audience follow along. So that was amazing, even from a script standpoint. And then we got uh, our two directors on that, Crystal and Derek Thompson, our two like veterans of that style of animation. They've worked on like Space Jam, on you know Animaniacs, on other shows. We managed to find a studio that also worked on Animaniacs. So we wanted to put together a team that did that, that lived and breathed that style of like Roger Rabbit, Looney Tunes classic animation. Uh, even our composers who were Steve and Julie Bernstein, uh, they had just gotten off uh, composing for like Tom and Jerry and Animaniacs. And we did a 29 piece orchestra based on their composition we recorded just for that episode. So we try to make it as authentic as possible to that kind of animation, which I watched growing up all the time. So to get to make that was kind of like both a love letter to the boys, but also to that world of classic hand-drawn, you know, old school orchestrated animation. That is perfect. I'm so glad you brought up the music because I talked with Stephen and Julie about a year and a half ago when Animaniacs was just starting back oh, up for Hulu and they are fantastic insights on the world of music and animation. And you're right, oh. you capture that perfectly in that episode. You also wrote the episode one plus one equals two, which is about the Homelander. And it's a character study, it's a drama, but so much action and intensity in that episode as well. Could you tell in writing it as I was watching it how intense this episode is? I was hoping it would be it would come across that way. I mean, that's the goal. I mean, the goal of any of any screenwriters to sort of convey emotion and intensity and stuff uh, from the page to the screen. So uh, I was delighted with how it came out. And also just to get like, obviously, I was a huge fan of the boys even before I worked on the show. So yeah. to get to contribute to uh, by writing a little bit of Homelander's backstory, just a little like it's only 12 minutes, but like a little window 
into maybe why Homelander is the way he is. I mean, that was a treat uh, for me to get to, for, to to get to do that for Eric Kripke and the creator, you know, because he created the main show. And, you know, to be part of that world was just fantastic. Nice, nice. I remember being at San Diego Comic-Con in 2019, in July 2019, and Amazon had all these displays for the boys. And I go, I think this show's going to be something. I think this is going to reach people. And now here we are with an animated spinoff that brings in these A-listers like Seth Rogen and Aisha Tyler, who were Mm. already associated with the show. But uh, Aquafina, Justin Roiland, Andy Samberg, very familiar with voice acting. Uh, How interested were they in coming into this? What was their interest? Was it the boys show? Was it animation? A little bit of both? Well, how we did it was uh, Eric, uh, Evan, Seth, myself, and a couple of the other EPs sat down, and we just made a dream list of people whose work we admired, mm-hmm. uh, people whose output that like we thought was great, and who we knew or we'd heard were fans of the boys, and we just started reaching out to them and seeing, hey, would you love to uh, come and help us write like a, write a short film for us, essentially, that takes place in the world of the boys? And almost everybody was like, yes, that sounds like fun. Like, I would love to do that. And we were like, we'll keep you involved. We'll consult with you the whole way. We'll keep, we want to make the Andy Samberg episode of the boys. We want to make the Aquafina episode of the boys. So that was our pitch to them. Uh, almost everybody said yes. We had a couple of people who were like, I'd love to, I just can't do it right now. So those people get put on a second list that maybe hopefully if we get a second season, we will get yeah. to revisit. Uh, but it was not hard finding those, uh, the, filling up those eight slots uh, very rapidly early on. Fantastic, Simon Richopa for The Boys Presents Diabolicals with me on the LCJ Q&A podcast. It's on Prime Video this Friday, March 4th. You are also the EP and showrunner of Invincible, another big hit for Amazon. Uh, Robert Kirkman was here on the podcast last year for that. What have superheroes meant to you throughout your life, Simon? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I grew up the same way, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of people of my age group did uh, of like buying comic books at like the 7-Eleven and stuff. They were on the spiral. Uh, those those uh, kiosks, not the kiosks, but, you know, the ones that turn around with all the comic books in them. Uh, and then eventually finding comic book stores once I was old enough to like get on a bike and go places. So just coming into that world of like superheroes, everything from like the tick. I mean, I was mostly Marvel, but I would still read DC at the same time. But like, so so like, you know, and just seeing that transition of comic books and superheroes going from kind of like this weird geeky nerd thing to becoming a little more mainstream and then more mainstream and then appearing in video games and and seeing the quality of the movies, especially the movies and TV show. I mean, there were a lot of not great adaptations back when I was younger. I mean, there were some good ones, like obviously, like, you know, Tim Burton's Batman was a standout, but there were a lot of not so great comic book movies. So to see people suddenly take that seriously uh, and sort of really explore those stories and those characters meant a lot to me. And it's really, you know, the fact that I get to participate in that even a little bit, you know, is a dream come true for like, you know, the 14 year old me from many years ago. Absolutely. We've got about 30 seconds. I want to squeeze in one last thing. I saw on your Twitter that there is a video with all these characters from The Boys Present Diabolical in this McDonald's commercial setting. It is the funniest thing I have seen in a while. Uh, what's your reaction to that? I'm so glad you posted that on Twitter. Oh yeah, that's fun. That was that came from a, a, a bunch of incredibly creative folks at Amazon who put that together as just a promotion uh, for the show. I mean, I think it's hilarious. It's just like a because Vada Burger obviously exists in the world of the boys. So to get to show that, I mean, I wasn't involved in the production of that really, but it, I think it's amazing. They did such a good job on it. It was so much fun to watch. The satire is great. Simon Rachopa, mm. The Boys presents Diabolical. It's on Prime Video this Friday, March fourth. Thank you for your time today. Thanks so much for being on the LCJ Q and A. Likewise, thanks for making time uh, for me and talking about the show. You're welcome. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. For more, go to Twitter at LCJ Reviews and lights camera jacksoncom 